everyone. This is Nathan Frederick, and welcome to the So You Wanna Be a Missionary podcast, where we talk about all things missions. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. If you like what you hear, subscribe. We try to do a podcast once a week, and we drop it usually sometime on Tuesdays. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I hope you had a great holiday. I had a great holiday. My daughter was home. We had a lot of fun together. I got to see the new Spider-Man movie. Boy, that Spider-Man movie is really good. I haven't had seen a movie that good in a really long time. So I recommend it. Lots of surprises in it. I also saw the new Matrix movie, Revolutions or Resurrections. Matrix Resurrections. And that was okay. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't, you know, I, I came away thinking, why did they make that movie? I'm not quite sure why. But anyway, it wasn't a waste of time. Might have been a little bit of a waste of money because we saw it in the cinema. But hey, you know, that's the way life goes. Anyway, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed last week's podcast. Uh, It was an old interview I did with a very uh, well-qualified guy who's working in the Middle East. If you haven't listened to it, it's really worth listening to because he has some great things to say. He has some insights. He's been doing this for a long time. And as you know, or at least you're going to get to know as I continue to do this, I'm a business as mission guy. I work in something called business for transformation. And I believe that business is one of the most effective ways to share Jesus with people. And I'm going to talk more about that as I continue to do these podcasts. But today I wanted to tell you a story. Uh, Because here's here's the thing. When you're living overseas, I've lived overseas a large part, the majority of my adult life, you never really fit in and you're always making mistakes. And you have to be willing to make mistakes and you have to be willing to laugh at yourself. If you're not willing to laugh at yourself, you're really going to have a hard time because There's so many things we don't know when we move into these countries and we can learn some things like, you know, you can learn about Muslims and that they pray five times a day and that they don't eat pork and that they don't drink alcohol, those sorts of things. You can learn that. But what does day to day life really look like? And that's, uh, you know, you figure that out as you go. Nobody can really tell you things. You have to learn it yourself. And so anyway, when we first moved to India, we didn't have any transportation. And I was, you know, and it was a bit of a stress because, you know, we lived in this gated community. I'm going to talk about that later. But we lived in this gated community and you couldn't really go out on the street and hail uh, rickshaws or hail taxis. You had to walk out of the neighborhood and, you know, it took some time to get out of the neighborhood And it got to the point where we really needed some transportation. Well, I had a friend who had a motorcycle, an Enfield motorcycle. Now, if you don't know about Enfields, they're one of the most popular motorcycles in India. And at the time, the Enfield 500cc was the biggest Enfield, biggest motorcycle you could get in India. Uh, well, this guy had a 350 Enfield, 350 cc's, and I really liked it. And he told me about how he got it and how he found the guy who rebuilt it for him. It was a rebuilt bike, so it wasn't that expensive. 
and I was interested. Now, I'm not a bike guy, but I knew I needed to get around Delhi. And so anyway, he took me to see this guy, an alley, you know, and people would drive by in on their motorcycles and guys were working out there on the street. There were uh, parts of motorcycles and half-built motorcycles all over the place. Yet, yet, I do remember that right outside there was a guy who made tea, chai, uh, milk tea. Uh, dude pati is what, what it's called, and it was the best tea I've ever had in India, to be honest. It, it, so anyway, that was a draw too. So I would go there. Uh, I, we went there. I had a room build, rebuild me a bike. It was really inefficient. It took him a long time to do it. But again, he, he's the most popular Enfield dealer rebuilt Enfield dealer in Delhi. And so it was just the way it was. So I would check on him once a week, maybe twice a week. And I'd sit there, I'd have a cup of tea and I'd watch his inefficient setup, guys searching for tools that they couldn't find because they didn't put them back uh, in parts all over the place. So anyway, like I said, I'd never driven a motorcycle before, and but I was really embarrassed to tell Arun that. I mean, Arun, Arun was a bike guy. And so he just kind of talked to me like he, I, I understood what he was talking about. <laughs> and I didn't. Uh, and I was, so when he asked me to take the bike when it was finished on a test ride, I hopped on, started it up. In a way, I went weaving my way down the street, not knowing what I was doing. And when I came back, Arun said, I was just about ready to send somebody after you. He could tell right away, if he hadn't figured it out before, that I could not ride a bike, ride a motorcycle. And he said, you know, I love Americans. You're not afraid of anything. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I had him deliver the bike to my house and I set out to learn how to ride it in the Delhi traffic. It was, it was unnerving to drive in Delhi. On my first trip out, I actually came out of the driveway and I dropped the bike and broke the taillight on it. And I, it's funny because everybody was watching me. The bike was beautiful. This blue bike with this oversized tank that I had Ragoon build was, was beautiful. And people really liked it and it stood out. And so when I dropped it, everybody came running. I had a 30 guys standing around me, helping me get up, dusting me off picking up my bike, telling me Aramse, 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 which is be careful. <laughs> so anyway, um, I learned and my pride was injured several times as I tried to learn to ride this bike, but eventually I got the hang of it and I rode it for about seven years. It was a good bike. It started hard. That's an Enfield um, trademark is especially on cold mornings that won't, they won't start. And so I had to kick and kick and kick to get it to start. And I had a few mechanical problems with it. But when that happened, I just called Arun and he sent a mechanic to me for five bucks and fixed it. Uh, the custom set tank, that beautiful blue custom tank that I had, didn't seal, however. And if I filled it to full, the petrol or the gasoline would, would splash out. And if I hit a bump or turned a corner too fast, if I had a full tank of gas, the petrol would splash out. I remember calling Arun to complain, say, hey, this tank isn't sealing. And he's like, oh, he's like, hmm, well, the best thing to do is just don't fill the tank up all the way. Fill it only halfway. <laughs> that was the solution. Uh, there was no solution to the leaking tank. I guess that was something that was part of these oversized tanks. So anyway, and that worked. That solution was hilarious. 
and uh, but it was the right solution. It didn't splash out when I only filled the tank up halfway. But overall, I never really got used to riding the bike because I always felt like somebody in Delhi was trying to kill me, run me down with their car. Uh, it, it was it, traffic was just crazy, and and over the seven years I owned it, oh, after about five. I started, stopped riding it. I, we, we got a car actually. And then, um, I stopped riding my beautiful blue Enfield and I sold it to a neighbor eventually who took it to his village and thus ended my stint with my Enfield. And, you know, I tell you the story because I, I think it's kind of funny actually, but but I learn things from it. And that's, as a missionary, that's one of the things you need to do is learn from every experience, every embarrassing thing that happens, you learn from it. I learned five things. Okay, I'm going to tell you what they are. Number one, don't be afraid to admit you don't know something. <laughs> uh, I was embarrassed to admit to a room that I didn't know anything about motorcycles. And he would have helped me if I'd asked him. All right. Number two, well, it's simple. In India, you can get a mechanic to fix your motorcycle for five bucks. He'll come to you. <laughs> Number three, take help when people offer it. It's easier, actually, to take help when people offer it than it is to ask for it. So don't be afraid if people offer to help you in this new culture. Take them up on it. There's so much to learn. Number four, send a guy to chase after someone who doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> and then number five, you can usually get to where you're going with only half a tank. So those are the things I learned. You can chew on those five things. Probably three of them have a bit of a more profound meaning than the other practical ones. But I think that uh, it's important to learn from experience and when you're living overseas experience is the best teacher all right well i hope you have a great week remember you you can access most of my podcasts on my website nathanfrederick.club be sure to subscribe and you'll get a notification when a new when a new podcast comes and yeah uh, i also offer um uh, you know, if you're interested and you, you're going overseas and you want to talk, hey, I, I'm willing to talk to you. So just drop me an email and we can set up a Zoom call or we can exchange emails. I want people to be successful on the mission field. And there's so many things that you need to learn in order to be successful. But we're going to talk more about that in other podcasts. So have a great week and talk to you later. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Remember, if you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe. And you can find out more about me and what I do at NathanFrederick.club. Have a great day.